What up? What is up, guys? Welcome back here to the... What? What is... What is up, guys? Welcome back here to the B2 Podcast. Okay. What? Oh. Alright, that is weird, but what is up, guys? Welcome back here to the B2 Podcast here on Spotify. This week's episode is going to be an all-NFL talk. So, this week's episode is going to be a all-NFL talk. So, I'll see you guys in the next show. Alrighty, guys. So, this week's episode is going to be an NFL and college football as both teams, both sports, did week one. I know some college football teams did week two, but I'm just going to say they were all in week one because a lot of them are messed up. Meanwhile, my favorite conference, the Big Tang, is back. So, let's get a YouTube video coming out soon later on that. Well, tell me you guys listen to this, I'll be out. But... Um, so let's talk about what I saw in college football and the NFL, some surprising teams, some really unsurprising teams, and where I think some of these big schools like the Big Ten and all that, where their teams are ranked when they do get back. So let's start in the college football world. We have Appalachian State. They, they defeated Charlotte. Now, I didn't realize how good of a program Charlotte really was at football. Um, I heard they were up and coming and they were a very young program and they were a very, you know, but... <clears throat> Props to them. Charlotte is legitimately they gave App State a run for their money, but App State did pull off the victory. I think it was like 34-24. <clears throat> one of the games I watched, I watched the Texas State game. It was Texas State in the University of San, San Antonio. That game, what a freaking game. So Texas State was down like 28 to like 7 going into the going into the break. And then they tied it up, and the game, final score was, I think, 48 to, like, 43. They won by a field goal, so I think it was 46-43. University of San Antonio and UTSA won that, so that was a very good game. That was, like, the best college game I'd ever watched in my whole life, so very, you know, very statistical. Um... <clears throat> So next up is, um, so next up, obviously, there's a big, a lot of things going on in the NFL world, but I want to switch over, but we're still college football, so Clemson looked really good, I don't, I don't know if Alabama's currently in action, I have, I don't know if Alabama played or not, I'm not sure, I think the SAC did, but the SAC, SEC, <clears throat> I can't say, the SEC conference just didn't look overall that good. From what I saw, our CU, their coach just came out and said half his team has the coronavirus. So, that is what it is. But, <clears throat> I hope they all get well soon and heal up. Um, so, now let's take uh, overall great week in college football. I thought college football was very enthusiastic and very and just an all-around great competitive sport. So, I can't wait for college football in my future and hopefully they continue. Um, <clears throat> so... Let's move over to the sport, but I know more, more of you probably care about the NFL. So, my Thursday night game was the Chiefs and the, right, the Houston Texans and the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs won. The Chiefs 
lost Damon Williams. They lost a couple pieces here and there, but they're still they're still on our team. Barry, if any team in this generation will go back to back Super Bowls and win back to back this generation, it will be the Chiefs. Um, I just think the Chiefs are just overall a very strong team and just. They didn't really lose many pieces. They okay, paid, paid Mahomes, paid Kelsey, paid Hill. They paid their guys. <clears throat> I mean, what else more do you want? As far as for the Texans, you traded DeAndre Hopkins. David Johnson didn't do overall that bad. But still, you traded freaking DeAndre Hopkins. Sorry, Texans. It's going to be a texting year. A texting year. <clears throat> okay. Um, I don't think you guys got the joke there. A texting year. Okay. Um. <clears throat> um. So let's see. Um. Then the Sunday games, which we are gonna go over one by one. The game, but two games I watched. I got to watch the Dolphins and the Patriots and the Eagles and the Washington Football Team. We're gonna start with the Patriots and Dolphins. Though I didn't really watch much of this game. I felt like the other game would have been more competitive, and I was right. But, um, Cam Newton looked pretty well. He scored two touchdowns, and I liked his little celebration that he did for Cedric Boisting, Black Panther, rest in peace to him. But, um, yeah, Cam Newton looked very well. The offense looked completely different. It looked like they completely cut it out, and they just changed everything. And it, it, it was just, it was all around great fun. It was just all around great effort, and I'm really proud of how the Patriots played. The Dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick did not look good. They're going to go with him again this week against the Bills, but I have a feeling it might be two a time soon. Two a time. Then about Eagles and Washington football team game. The Eagles had a 17 to nothing lead at halftime, and suddenly they lost 24-17. Um, I don't know what the Eagles game, game plan was in the second half. I definitely think the Washington defense stepped up. Chase Young and whoever, Ryan Kerrigan, everybody on that defense really played great. And I'm just very impressed and very impressed by how Washington played. Philly kind of just showed that injuries have played a part of them. Even if they had Jerry Wigger, they had Deshaun Jackson, Miles Sanders was out. They were missing some offensive line help. That, I think, was their downfall in the second half. <clears throat> so the other 1 o'clock game was, some other 1 o'clock games was, we had the Seahawks and the Atlanta Falcons. The Seahawks fully expected Russell Wilson to go complete freaking beast mode and just destroy thing. He was unbelievable, and the Seahawks are going to be unbelievably good. The Falcons, coming into the season, them and the Broncos were my, like, kind of sweeper teams that I felt like could make a deep playoff for them. I felt like nobody was really talking about them. I felt like those two teams were legitimately... But now, seeing after what they did week one, I don't know if that's still a chance. I still believe they're a good sweeper team. But in that division, when you have the Bucks, the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers, I think the Falcons could make the playoffs, especially with the especially with seven teams making the playoffs instead of six. So, <clears throat> a moment one o'clock game, we had the Las Vegas Raiders go up against the Carolina Panthers. The Matt Rule era began for the Panthers, and the Las Vegas era began for the Raiders. We're gonna start with the Raiders. So, not a very good. I mean, you won the game. Derek Carr, I don't think, played overly about well. Josh Jacobs is a freaking beast. Um, I, I don't know who else they have about receiving core. I mean, that that's it. For the Panthers, you made a lot of key moves. You brought in Teddy Bridgewater. You brought in Robbie Anderson. You drafted all defensive players, but you did lose with Keekly. Um, For the Panthers, played over well, but I think they'll be competitive maybe five or six wins out of them this year. That's it. 
Um, the next one o'clock game, we have a Packers and Vikings. Now, I'm a Packers fan, but coming into this game, I thought it was going to be a blow up, but the other way. I thought Minnesota was just going to disrupt to us. I thought it was maybe going to be like 56 to 10 or like 46 to like. I thought Minnesota was going to win. But Green Bay won. Overall, great game by Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Jones had a really good game. Devontae Adams freaking was a beast. Um, just, just an overall great game. That's what we like to see in the NFL when players play, when teams are when teams are doing well. That's what happens. So the Vikings, <clears throat> they lost a lot of key pieces on, on both offense on the offensive side of the ball. Stefan Diggs, I believe, being a big one, they replaced him with Jeff Jeffrey Jefferson, but I'm not really sure how he did. I'm not really sure how he did as far as like everything, but um. Overall, very good, very well. I'm not really sure how Jefferson did, like I said. Dalvin Cook, I believe he had two touchdowns in that game, but I could be wrong. I believe he had two touchdowns in the wing, but I, I very much could be wrong. Um, I didn't, Like I said, I didn't get to watch that game. And so, <clears throat> but I believe he did have two touchdowns. So, the next one o'clock game, just give me a second, because I went too far on my um, thing. So... Okay. Okay. <clears throat> the next one o'clock game was the Bears and Lions. Um, the Lions obviously had a huge lead, and they blew it in the fourth quarter. Um, I got to watch bonus coverage of that game once the Eagles game ended, and the Bears came back and won it fair and square. Bears are not. I think the Bears would be a good team, but just overall, Mitch, with Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles, I think both guys are not. Nick Foles is a good like critical guy who can come in. Trubisky is just bad. Um, but Lions, very well game. I think we could, I guess we think we saw some of our key pieces come in. Stafford played well. Adrian Peterson, the Adris Wonder had a very good game. Um, no Kenny Galladay, which I think did come back to bite them, but Marvin Jones Jr. seemed to step up. Jeff Okudo, I think he missed time and trading Darius Slay where we didn't do much for him as well. Colts Jaguars, now what a disappointing game for the Colts. Philip Rivers and the Colts lost to Jacksonville 27 to 20. Um, <clears throat> Philip Rivers, I didn't think played that hot, which he's on my fantasy team, so he better pick it up. But, I think Phil, the Colts obviously lost more Marvin Mack too, which I think will come back to haunt him. But I do believe now, Jonathan Taylor is now that reading back there, and I believe they are working out with Mar Miller to work, to work behind Jonathan Taylor. As Jonathan Taylor is going to miss probably, I mean, no, not Jonathan Taylor. As Marvin Mack is going to miss the rest of the season due to a torn Achilles. Um, Jacksonville, <clears throat> it seems like everybody thought they were taken for Trevor Lawrence. I get it. It's only one game. Gardner Minshew, Minshew Magic played well. DJ Shark played well. James Robinson, I think, played very well. Um, that defense really stepped up. CJ Henderson had his first career NFL pick. Very good, very good. Glad to see Jacksonville winning, but obviously, I think I want the Colts to win a little bit more because I think the Colts have high expectations. <clears throat> Another game, Bills versus Jets. Now, the Jets did lose Vivian Bell. He's going on the aisle. They have signed Calvin Barrage. The Jets, very mess. Good defense. Questionable head coach in Adam Gase. Questionable franchise QB in Sam Donald. And the rest is history. I think Denzel Mims could be a very good player when he comes back. I think they did well, you know. I think they did well getting a veteran that kind of with Joe Flacco to help mentor, mentor Sam Donald. Obviously, Flacco was hurt now, but I think they did a good job at that. They also brought in a mother rookie quarterback in James Morgan from Florida Atlantic. I don't know what the question is behind him. Maybe he's going to be the backup in case Donald 
gets hurt or gets ill again. But yeah, pretty solid. Joe Flacco should be a great mentor, and I think they'll take him next up. For the Buffalo Bills, obviously they didn't have Josh Norman, but he's not that big of a need for their defense. Um, good defense, good quarterback, well, very young quarterback, good offensive line. Very stacked team for Bills. Josh Allen played spectacular. Um, just so many good pieces off the ball, inside the ball, you know, inside and out. Buffalo looked really well. Um, they are going to be a force to be working with. I do believe the Patriots are still going to be the Patriots, but I definitely think the Bills got to watch out for Cam Newton and the Patriots because I think the Bills can, the Patriots can easily beat the Bills. So, um, so yeah, I definitely think the Patriots can beat the Bills. Um, yeah, I definitely think the Patriots can give the Bills a run for that division. Do I think it's logical? I do, but, I mean, okay, so my screen has froze, so give me one second. <clears throat> okay, so now we switch over to, like, afternoon games, and there was only, like, three. So the first one, we got to see the Los Angeles Chargers and Tyrod Taylor Go up against the number one overall pick, Josh, I mean, not Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Um, Joe Burrow played pretty well. He had a rushing touchdown. I didn't see stats. He played pretty well. I don't think he was happy with his performance, but in his first game, I think he'll take it. The Chargers played pretty well. I think just, I think we might see Justin Herbert in a game in a couple weeks. I think they're going to roll with Tyron Taylor for now, but we definitely could see Justin Herbert in a couple weeks. I honestly, I honestly would have liked to see Burrow versus Herbert, Ricky versus Ricky, but we got Taylor versus Herbert. I mean, t- Taylor versus Burrow. And overall, Chargers played well, but um, they got a tough matchup against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. <clears throat> the next four o'clock game, we had the Arizona Cardinals going against the defending NFC champions, San Francisco 49ers. Now I'm just gonna find out and say this: the Cardinals, Kyle Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenyon Drake, Chase Evans. Um, they all looked fantastic. They all looked fantastic. They really Fitzgerald. I really don't think they did much on the defense side of the ball. I think Buda Baker's contract might be a little bit overpaid, but we'll get to that. Obviously, for them, pretty good game though. Pretty, pretty good. The huge division win for the Cardinals as they try to show the Seahawks, 49ers, and Rams that they're legit in this division. For the 49ers, I think it was just a fluke. You went to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl hangover is usually happening. For some teams, I don't think it's going to happen for the Chiefs. But, um, yeah, I think um, 49ers will probably take a step back. They'll still be good. They'll just take a step back. Now we got arguably probably the best game that everybody, including myself, thought would have been the best game. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski's Buccaneers debut going up against Drew Brees in my highly anticipated first matchup of two. Now this game started off pretty good for Bucks. Tom Brady gaining a flashing touchdown and the Bucks going, the Bucks defense. But once the Saints got rolling, this game was this game got out of hand. Brady had two interceptions and just the Bucks just it's gonna take Tom Brady some time to click. I think the Bucks will probably finish nine and seven and will probably finish as a seventh seed in the NFC East. For the Saints, you lose Michael Tom you lost Michael Thomas in this game. Well you lost him he got hurt and now you lost him from the next couple coming games. I think for the Saints, Drew Brees is going to have to find other guys to get football to. He has, but now you lose. Now you have lost Michael Thomas. Kamara is going to have to step up. Taysom Hill will have to play a big goal. But Saints will be fine. But definitely a very disappointing performance. 
by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who had so much hype. And usually when you whip up a hype, boom, what happened to the Browns last year, they had hope and they were bad. Now the Sunday night game, you have the Dallas Cowboys facing the Los Angeles Rams in the opening game of the new stadium in Eagles, so far Stadium. Cowboys, I think I only watched like 10 minutes of this game, so I can't really like say much about it, but I did see that controversial play at the end when Michael Gallup went up, and I believe that I believe in that play at that moment, you just went and play. I don't, I don't think there's a reason. I don't think you need to call a flag really for that. I mean, I think, you know, I saw it and I was like, eh, it's not really past interference, but I wish Mike McCarthy, who's the former Packers coach, well in Dallas. Overall, Cowboys, we, we knew they weren't going to be anything good. I still believe they'll be good, but they got they, they, they got to win the big games. You can't make win the division by beating up on the, Gi- the Giants and the fo- Washington football team the entire season. you got to win the big games. And for the Rams, are they going to bounce back, or are they going to be the team we saw last year? Who, who, who Are they going to be the team we saw two years ago when we went to the Super Bowl, or are they going to be the team that we saw last year that was absolutely complete garbage? I think for the Rams, Jared Goff takes a big step. Sean McVay will take a big step. I think this team is back. I think Todd Gurley being gone may or may not help this team, but I think Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson Jr. and Cam Akers, Anchor, I'm sorry if I butchered that, would be our very solid backups. I just, and losing Corey Matthews, I think, would also, Matthews was older and wasn't really that, really that good anymore. I think so many people... Um, I think so many people would just look up at Rams and be like, wow, this NFC West is tough. You got Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks, and Rams in that division. Anybody can win. And don't be surprised if three of those teams get into the playoffs because I doubt all four will get in. Then the two Monday night games, the game one of our two double recap, you hit the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the New York Giants. Now, I only watched like maybe like a total of 20, 25 minutes of this game. And the times I watched it, the Giants worked really well, and then the Steelers just worked bad. But the Giants just, the, the classic Giants right here. Good game on the Giants. It was closer than I had anticipated, but Ben Roethlisberger, what a debut. What a return. Juju Smith-Schuster with two touchdowns. Great game for the Giants. It's a winning process. It was George George's first career game as an NFL head coach. You don't need to rush the process, New York. You don't need to be good this year. You don't need to be good this year. Just play your cards right. And then for the Titans versus Broncos game, I knew this was going to be probably a defensive battle. Titans won it by two points, 16 to 14. Titans played really well, but Broncos just, I don't know. But Titans played really well. Ryan Tannehill played really well. John Ruth Smith played well. Derek Henry was kind of disappointing. Oh, Saquon Barkley played very disappointing in the Giants. So also, that's the main reason why the Giants did lose. Um... And Ben Roethlisberger had more rushing guns than Saquon. But I think the Giants, Saquon not being able to do anything, not being able to get the ground game going, definitely hurt the Giants' chances of winning this game. Back to the Titans. Um, the Titans, honestly, I think they were overrated. I think they're definitely an overrated team. But the addition of Javimra Clowney to help their defense is definitely going to make them scarier. And I definitely think the, the addition of Stefan Ganikowski for their kicking game, should definitely help them as well. You bring in two guys who have po- po- playoff experience, and a guy like Anikowski who has Super Bowl experience, so it's going to be a very good day for the Tennessee Titans. For the Denver Broncos, Vic Fangio, um, he's got, I mean, that defense is not going to be as good as 
they were supposed to be because obviously Von Miller got hurt. So that defense isn't going to be as good as like I initially thought. But I, I do still believe that they'll be a solid team and that they'll give the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders a run for that division. I do believe I see the NFC West finishing like this. Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. I feel like the Broncos are just a little bit more talented than what the Chargers are. And the Chargers have a rookie quarterback. Um, well, should have a rookie quarterback starting, depending on how Tyron plays. And I think Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke played very well last year. John always says he's the next um great thing, but he said about Brock Osweiler too. So, yeah. So overall, pretty solid week one action. Pretty solid week one. Um, really got really got nothing to complain about. I really thought like there was a lot of. <clears throat> I mean, it's the NFL. We didn't really know. Like, I think having no preseason games really kind of either hurt or helped hurt some teams and did help some teams. But, yeah, it's a long season. There's still 16 games left in the season, 15 games left in the season. So, there's still a long way away for teams to compete and whatnot. But, I mean, it's been, it's been, it's, it's been a little bit been expected. But, you know, I think everybody kind of had expectations for some teams coming in and some teams who get overhyped may not. Sometimes can't always succeed, so we'll just have to wait and see. And so, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up this segment. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast for the week. If you guys did, um, you, know, you, you guys know what to do. I'm now going to switch over to talk about the Big Ten. Thank you. All right, so we are now going to switch over to talk about the Big Ten returning, and then I'm going to wrap up the episode for the week. Honestly, I think the Big Ten returning is a huge thing for college football. Um, the Big Ten returning, it's one of those power... It's a, It's one of those power conferences and I believe you need I believe during college football season you need to let these athletes play and just let them get used to it, let them prepare for the NFL draft or they on to um Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Illinois, Minnesota, I feel like I'm missing one, Wisconsin, all Rutgers, I feel like that's it. I might be missing one. But now they all get the opportunity to play again and really prove. They won't start, I believe. I think it's October 25th. No, it's October 24th, so it's like I'm over a month from now. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. Big Ten football is back. Thank you, guys. Alright, guys, that's going to wrap up the podcast for the week. Thank you guys so much, um, so much as always. Next, The next podcast you listen to... Well, it should be my 17th birthday podcast, so I might do, like, a Q&A. I might do, like, a Q&A, like, a sports radio thing. So, yeah, my 17th birthday will, will be the next podcast episode. Definitely might do a Q&A. Um, if I do, I, I obviously got to get better up on my story. But we definitely are going to be doing a Q&A. I believe you were on YouTube or on here. Probably on here because I feel like it's easier. But thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys so much for the support. I do have some guests coming on, and there is an interview coming soon. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you share the B2 podcast with your friends and family. Merchandise will be out soon. And, yeah, hope you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for this amazing adventure. We are so far away, and it hasn't been a year yet. I had so much fun, and I cannot wait to continue this journey with you all. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye. BB signing off.